in my mother tongue bangla golpo is a curious word it means story a noun and it also means conversation the verb i have grown up to the wonderful sound of golpo stories and conversations that have shaped me to be the storyteller that i am today in this brand new season of golpo stories from around the world me your storyteller rituparna will continue to bring you stories that have picked me yes stories pick me they really ask me to tell them they poke punch provoke and push me to tell them but before they do all of that they speak to me lighting up my mind and my heart in ways that only a very special story can do and in this podcast i bring to you some of those special stories these are just some of my stories hand picked and tucked in my story bag so i can tell them to you when the time is right are these stories for children or adults well they are for anyone who has a heart beating for stories and i really hope that this podcast helps you discover that inside you play this on your way to work to put your child to sleep to create a moment together as a family to share an idea with your team find a dose of inspiration creativity or a fresh perspective perhaps let these stories be your companion when you want some quality time with yourself like i said you will hear a story today and i hope it stays with you and lights up your heart and mind like the way these stories do for me Once upon a time many quails lived together in a forest the wisest of them was the leader a man lived near the forest and earned his living by catching quails and selling them day after day he listened to the note of the leader calling the quails by and by this man the fowler was able to call the quails together hearing the note the quails thought it was their leader who called when they were crowded together the fowler threw his net over them and off he went into the town where he soon sold all the quails that he had caught the wise leader saw the plan of the fowler for catching the quails he called the birds to him and said the fowler is carrying away so many of us we must put a stop to it i have thought of a plan it is this the next time the fowler throws a net over you each of you must put your head through one of those little holes in the net then all of you together must fly away to the nearest thorn bush you can leave the net on the thorn bush and be free yourselves the very next day the fowler came and called them together then he threw the net over them the quails lifted the net and flew away with it to the nearest thorn bush where they left it they flew back to the leader to tell them how well his plan had worked The fowler was busy until evening getting his net off the thorns and he went home empty-handed. The next day the same thing happened and the next too. His wife was angry because he did not bring home any money and the fowler said the fact is that those quails are working together now. The moment my net is over them off they fly with it 
leaving it on a thorn bush. As soon as the quails begin to quarrel, I shall be able to catch them again. Not long after this, one of the quails, in alighting on their feeding ground, trod by accident on another's head. Who trod on my head? Angrily cried the second. I did, but I didn't mean to. Don't be angry, said the first quail. But the second quail was angry and said mean things. Soon all the quails had taken sides in this quarrel. When the fowler came that day, he flung his net over them, and this time, instead of flying off with it, one side said, Now you lift the net. And the other side said, Lift it yourself. You try to make us lift it all, said the quails by one side. No, we don't, said the others. You begin and we will help. But neither side began. So the quails quarrelled, and while they were quarrelling, the fowler caught them all in his net. He took them to town and sold them for a good price. United we stand, divided we fall. We have all heard the virtue of unity forever. And so a classic Chatak tale like this one makes me wonder, did the story come from this collective wisdom of Buddha or did it the other way around? I mean, it's just like the chicken and egg syndrome. Did the story come first or was it specially constructed to teach a value like unity? There is definitely something universal about this belief because there are contrarian perspectives that suggest that this nugget of wisdom came from Aesop fables, particularly the story of the bundle of sticks. Never mind who discovered this piece of adage, what matters is that this one has been tried and tested for centuries now. From the American Revolutionary War song in 1768, to its frequent reminders throughout American politics. We have heard echoes of it from Winston Churchill to as recent as Brexit, from Pink Floyd to J.K. Rowling to Taylor Swift. Ah, even I grew up to this story as a popular animated children's film. Everyone has reinforced this ancient wisdom in their work. The question is, why do we forget it then? If stories are supposed to teach and reinforce morals, I've always wondered why do humans fail to follow them? Clearly, they don't really teach because we often choose to ignore or choose the opposite. Or there are far more complications that make this tried and tested wisdom difficult to follow. The point is, how do we really practice unity? Or how do we create a sense of common purpose? How do we dispel conflicts, disagreements, personal differences? How do we ensure that the outsider doesn't manipulate us? A story like Quarrel of the Quails is as much a lesson for the quails in us as is for the fowlers inside us. When you are looking at breaking unity, creating dissonance, the danger to this story is that no one tells you which part of the lesson to look at. After all, we all respond to stories based on who we are and what we know is the right thing to do. As you listen to this story, I want you to look up the phrase United we stand, divided we fall on the internet. Google it. 
you will find ready-to-use essays for children. When you double up this wisdom with a textbookish essay, I wonder where and how will we learn to choose between the quails or the fowler. And as you listen to the story, spend a moment reflecting on when you could challenge something or someone by being united. Or a moment when you failed because there was no unity. Stories make us look within us. The first conversation is the one that we have with ourselves. If this podcast doesn't make you think enough, then I'm hardly doing my job as a storyteller. slowly gearing towards a season finale, a grand close at the end of 52 weeks. So we can take a short break and begin again. Every story in this podcast has been curated with a lot of thought. These handpicked stories have been rewritten to help you have a better conversation in the classroom, living room and boardroom. We want to continue serving our listeners and we want to know how to make this podcast more meaningful for you. Now, what should we do next? We would love to hear from you. Look up the Golpo listeners form in the show notes and speak to us. Thank you for listening. Golpo Stories from Around the World is a podcast of stories that spark conversations. You will find a bunch of traditional tales in here, retold and bridged with the world that we live in today. A story grows only when it is told, so go ahead and share these stories in the classroom, in the boardroom or in your living room. And come back to me and tell me what did everyone say. If you like my stories and want to support this podcast, then you may want to gift a story, a little contribution to make storytelling sustainable for you, me and others. To know more about my work, you can look up www.yourstorybag.com. I have a weekly newsletter. Follow the sound of my stories with the hashtag Storytelling with Rituparna. You can connect with me on social media. The links are in the show notes below. Until the next story, happy storytelling.